Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your, of course, your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, very, very interesting um, uh, market moves, let's say, over the course of Friday afternoon. So for those of you that were trading with us Friday morning, you would you'd be very uh, aware of um, last week's non-farm payroll numbers. And we have got a situation where the U.S. economy from a, uh, an employment perspective is, is incredibly strong and it, it continues to be incredibly strong. Now, that's a bit of a spanner in the spokes for the Fed and, and, and the markets more broadly, um, purely because they're pricing in some rate cuts now in 2024. So a strong jobs market made that a bit of a difficult. It's a difficult position for them to take. Uh, purely down to the reasons that that low unemployment and higher wages, which is what we saw, um, would be um, more inflationary than deflationary. So there is still this really, really strong expectation that inflation will revert back to 2% despite these really strong job numbers, except that's that's quite unusual. Normally you'd see some weakening in the jobs market. Uh, and we are not seeing that weakness. So again, for those of you that were trading with us Friday afternoon, um, we, we break it down a little bit more for you in just a second in terms of what the news event was and what price action we saw and, and how, we, how we are looking to position ourselves in these markets. Uh, might be different to perhaps where you'll, where you'll uh, some analysis elsewhere. So uh, We'll start then with our risk warning. Uh, please do see our risk warning currently up on screen and just uh, broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Now, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important feature of anyone's strategy. Also, where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? Uh, how do we manage each trade to a successful outcome and trade psychology? All very important features, of course, of, of trading any market. Um, and just to let you know, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and, uh, and be patient as well. All right, then. So uh, let's get started. And so let me show you this news event on Friday. And really, the week was kind of building up to this particular event uh, last Friday. So we're going back to last Friday, the 5th of January. And if you look down here, this market. It was pretty much expecting 168,000 jobs to be added. So these are your government job numbers. Um, 168,000 jobs to be added, coming down, expected softly from 173 previously. And I mean, it's quite an impressive return. So uh, what's that? 32, 42, uh, sort of 48,000 job differential, which is 25%, isn't it? Just under. So it's a significant upside surprise. Um, and the unemployment rate, instead of going up, is actually, well, it, it's come in line with the previous month, which is also 3.7. So it's actually coming in lower than expected. And then look at people's earnings. They are increasing. So with the expectation that they were going to soften just slightly, we're still seeing a very, very strong U.S. jobs market. Um, now, services, uh, PMI numbers coming in, again, below expectations. So we're still expanding, but we're doing so at, at a much lesser rate. And we've maintained, if we 
carried us forward. Uh, just looking at today's numbers, uh, we had uh, Swiss CPI numbers month on month coming in um, below, or let's say slightly better than expected. So, and one major focus of the trading week, and it's something we should keep in mind when we talk about these financial markets at the minute, is the fact that this Thursday we're going to get the inflation numbers. Now, look at the, what the expectation is. So we are really struggling at a time when these central bankers are bending over backwards to claim victory against inflation. We're struggling to see these prices break down below that 3% mark, and we're just hovering just above it. And now we're expecting a slight uptick again um, on previous figures. So that's not really the Fed getting what they want in a, in a super timely fashion. That puts a bit of a spanner on the spokes in the overall sort of positivity that we're seeing in these markets. As you can see, nothing else of any major concern for us today uh, as far as individual news events are concerned. But I, th I think it's fair to say that this macro geopolitical uh, backdrop um, with uh, conflicts in certain parts of the world, which obviously don't doesn't help anything. Um, in fact, it can only have really a significantly positive uh, uptick on 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 inflation, even more so if we're having the supply side uh, constraints. So last week, a pretty bearish week for equity markets, um, all in all. Now. This is a good little metric to just kind of explain what our position was. So when we got to our markets on Wednesday, we were probably expecting a little bit further downside. The, the NASDAQ is probably nice and neat. We're expecting this market to actually come down a little bit lower. Let's, let's show you the, the NASDAQ trade. So look at, look at this price at which this market rolled over to and um, into strong support. So previous monthly highs. So, so we've got this uh, this rollover in the course of last week, and um, when we got to our desks on Wednesday, we're expecting further downside. Now, this was all with um, with Friday's non-farm payroll numbers um, you know taking center stage really for these markets. So we were actually expecting. I suppose um, employment numbers to come in line with expectations, which would, would, would have suggested where we're sort of edging towards uh, the Fed's um, lower rates, pivot, rate pivot sort of narrative, um, which basically would give us a bit of an upside move, uh, to be fair. But when those job numbers came in higher than expected, we said, hold on a minute, that's a bit of a problem now. So what we saw was the initial rally to the downside, which is what we would fully expect, and we'd expect this market to continue to make lows. Um, but then it, it bounced relatively swiftly and rallied for quite some time. But as you can see, prices then weren't too comfortable moving higher either. And this is when you need to have a particular directional bias. And for us, once we saw that news event, we're only looking for sell trades now, which basically means uh, if we look at this weekly candlestick, we're looking for further continuation now. And this is where looking at the S&P 500 might come in handy because it will give us a nice uh, potential continuation and, and roll over to the downside. Now, this market could easily roll down to these lows down here. 
Um, and the reason why we think that's potentially the case is because if you have these inflationary forces and the Fed decide to, uh, to pivot and start aggressively lowering rates, which again, is really what the markets are kind of expecting, um, then when you do that with inflationary forces in the background, significant, with some, some supply side uh, concerns as well, which the Fed can't do anything about with this uh, rerouting of uh, supply chains uh, around the coast of Africa, uh, they can't go through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. So um, because of these these attacks, the Houthi rebels um, attacking these supply routes. Um, so because of all that, it adds a lot of expense, a lot of extra time, slows down supply chains. It, it has that massive knock-on effect, potentially on, on global, uh, global inflation. You remember when the Suez Canal was blocked, I think a couple of years ago, um, and the impact that that had on inflation as well, that was a very inflationary environment. So wherever we look, and then if you look at, you know, uh, conflict, not just Russia, Ukraine, but also in Gaza, and now we've had Blinken over the weekend, the US um, Foreign Secretary sort of saying, you know, this could really blow up and be something a lot more significant than what we have. Um, all of this builds into this inflationary backdrop that the Fed are claiming victory against. And we're just a little bit concerned that the Fed could be getting it very, very badly wrong. So our bias, just to be clear, um, off the back of Friday's news event was very much to the downside. We just didn't get the move just yet. But if we do get further opportunities to start selling these markets, uh, we're going to look to try to take them. Uh, and that's further downside for the S&P, further downside for the NASDAQ, um, the, the Dow Jones, which is up at these uh, all-time highs. Oops. So a very, very bearish start to the trading year, which is quite interesting in its own right, but there is every potential for actually a, a decent pullback uh, in these markets, um, short term. So we maintained at the beginning of the year when we when we did our um, uh, annual trade review last Wednesday night, we were saying we're broadly bullish these markets unless something changes. Now the um, the the higher than expected uh, unemployment numbers out of the US is the first thing that has potentially changed. Now the next thing is next Thursday's, or should I say this Thursday's. Uh, oops, bond markets, uh, bond yields as well. We will we'll have a quick look at, but this Thursday's um, CPI numbers have the potential to be quite explosive as well for markets. Um, and then you add in what we're seeing across the equity markets, a strong little bounce. So um, again, this, this would feed into our downside view of equity markets. So we have all the correlations and some of the some of the developments in these markets, and um, certainly suggesting we're, we're very likely to get further downside in these equity markets. So we can position ourselves for that. Now, the, the one problem we have with these financial markets is is just out and out resilience. It's just the fact that there is this continuation to see higher highs, and um, will that win out again this time? We're, we're we think we've got reasons to suggest that. that but those that are buyers, um, certainly there's going to be a few question marks posed. Um, 
and we can position ourselves for a little bit of a downside move. So that's the equity markets. We are broadly bearish these equity markets and clearly you have to be somewhat selective. So we're going to be a little bit more bearish the US equity markets. Now, just quickly looking at um, oil and gold. So we, was, we spent a decent amount of time talking about the potential for an upside move in crude oil broadly because of this conflict in the Middle East. And, uh, you know, if supply is impacted, you're likely to see an upside move in, in U.S. oil. Now, we also said if you're if you're a buyer in these markets, then you're really doing so with uh, this conflict in the Middle East at the forefront of your mind. However, if these prices roll over to the downside, then they're doing so because the increased supply uh, that's in the oil markets is quite significant and the demand isn't as strong as it was. So we've really got both sides kind of picked out in terms of whether we're going to get continuation to the upside. We know the strong resistance at these highs, which is basically what these, what these markets are currently respecting. Um, so we still need to see a little bit more from crude oil and we don't really have a full on sort of buying opportunity there. So the um, it's important to look at the US dollar when it comes to, to, to buying or selling gold. There's this downside and we would have expected off the back of Friday's new event for in in the gold market so we want to see if it's if it's anywhere else so friday turned into a and we broadly had to stand back from the condition because we weren't getting the price action very much uh, in line with our expectations so we generally step back if that's the case and what we saw is a, a long-legged doji candlestick across the board um not nice to trade traders got chopped up to the downside and to the upside. So that's one of the reasons why we weren't bending over backwards to get in on Friday on, on any of these dollar trades. Um, Long-legged doji, as you can see in the dollar yen. Now, it remains to be seen at the moment as to whether we are going to get the, the dollar strength feed through. It looks like we're getting dollar strength against the CAD, probably because of weaker oil markets. Will the uh, the dollar prevail? We think we should probably be looking at it again because um, we didn't get the move on Friday when we expected it. So will it start to filter through early this week? We'll certainly look to position ourselves. Um, we don't really like um, like uh, the euro pound. We actually gapped lower and then rallied to the upside. So we don't really like that. And, and look at the price action over the, the last year or so. Um, not Not that inspiring. <laughs> Um, so we've got uh, the euro yen just basically trading around these kind of highs so we can keep an eye on the yen. Uh, we'll see if there's any developments as well from the BOJ. And then we're back to our current positioning, which is uh, potentially further negative moves for the equity markets. So, so we are pretty much looking to trade what we were looking to trade Friday afternoon, but price action started to trade in completely the opposite direction to what we were wanting to do. So um, so we're looking forward at potential risk off um, trade. 
So what I will do is we're looking for these markets to So we're looking for a continuation really of last week's moves and actually the, uh, the the unemployment numbers do feed into that sort of bearish or risk off market condition so we're looking to stick with that so short term indice weakness um yeah we will we'll, us indice uh weakness so continuing us in the sea weakness potential crude oil strength we're going to just sort of take that away um on so um we'll also look for potential us dollar strength and uh, we might need to be selective so there might be certain opportunities in certain areas. Um, elsewhere, some decent opportunities are setting up potentially dollar weakness, um, but we need to be patient now. We weren't able to execute on that at all. We're not big fans of, of, of crude oil at the minute, and gold is has the potential to kind of further sell off the strong support below those levels so we don't really like to sell going into strong support and we don't really like to um to buy uh, below strong resistance so um even though we have the direction the opportunity on occasion is not really there so we'll just step back from commodities for now just to sort of see how these markets unfold um please note today we get US non-farm payroll numbers, which may be volatile. It certainly was volatile with, without clear direction. It was volatile to the up, sorry, initially to the downside, then it was very volatile to the upside, and then it finished pretty neutral. So no major winners. Um, I suppose the only one I could trade that price action would be scalpers if they were super quick, but um, you know, we're not scalpers. So uh, those, those conditions don't really suit us that well. Um, so non-farm payroll numbers all right i'll just read this out in a second so markets will begin to focus on us um Okay, so um, so this is our trade plan, guys. We're going to switch rooms now. So those of you that want to join us for our um, trade in the European Open, you're very welcome to do so, and we'll be there in just about a minute's time. Um, so today's trade plan. So in terms of a market summary, we're looking for potential risk-off market conditions, and this really is a continuation uh, of last week's moves. So hopefully that's relatively straightforward after a bit of a spike on Friday, which we weren't willing to trade because it didn't really fit in with what we would have expect from the um, the higher than expected unemployment numbers. 
But those moves could start filtering through today, tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, we want to see if we can get into some of those. So what are we looking to trade? We're looking for continuing US industry weakness. So will we get another week of, of bearish price action? We think we will. And we're looking for the potential for the dollar strength. And we do know we do need to be selective with that. Markets will begin to focus on this week's potentially sticky US inflation numbers. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do interpret um, uh, inflation, which is not really rolling over like the Fed uh, continued to claim. And what impact would that have? Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. I do apologize. The screen um, just, we lost the screen there briefly. I don't know how long that was was like that for, guys. So apologies. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, I appreciate um so look, you can see our screen now. So hopefully that will that will all make it a little bit of sense. I've just posted into the chat box there for you. So look, um, we'll wrap it up there. We'll discuss this in a lot more detail now in our live trade room. So hopefully you can join us for that. In terms of narrative, um, we're, we're slightly more longer term. We are still relatively dovish. The Fed with rate pivots at the forefront of, of, um, of the Fed's mind. With this soft landing very much in focus, which is kind of risk on, it's indices higher, it's dollar lower. It's just right now, there's a bit of a phase and a bit of a period where, you know, these markets can really interpret inflation as being stickier or higher for longer um, with um, with uh, this really strong jobs number. It, it does suggest to us that the Fed would be, Let's say they would be better off being a little bit more patient and, and waiting for the right conditions, which could lead to a risk off indice lower and dollar higher trade, which is really what we're looking at right now. But it has the potential to be quite short term. All right, then, guys, uh, listen on that. Apologies for the uh, for the screen there. It was just uh, displaying my. Uh, my camera rather than the, the screen that I'm working off. So I don't know how long that was like that for, but. Um, okay all right good stuff all right so listen on that note guys thanks so much for joining us we'll be back again um uh tomorrow if you need to join us for a further update and uh let's let's just see how these markets play out and uh like i said we needed to be a little bit on the, the tentative side on friday we weren't really getting prices moving uh, as we would have expected so um maybe we'll get those opportunities in today so that's that's the plan on that note guys thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you again next time bye for now